Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. It's so good to be back uh, online and in fellowship with you all. I believe that God chose you before time began to represent him at such a time as this. So let's receive strength, power, and ability from this good God as we worship him, praise him in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We bless you. We praise you. We worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to your holy name. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless your holy name. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Father in heaven, how we love you. We lift your name in all the earth. May your kingdom be established in our praises. As your people declare your mighty works. Blessed be the Lord God Almighty. Who was and is and is to come. Blessed be the Lord God Almighty. Who reigns forevermore. Father in heaven, how we love you. We lift your name in all the earth. May your kingdom be established in our praises as your people declare your mighty works. Blessed be the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Blessed be the Lord, God Almighty, who reigns forevermore. Hallelujah, you reign forevermore. Hallelujah, blessed be your holy name. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hamashere babarande. Lubo shokoto korobo horobo kotere balme. Meno kozebere bendere babarajandara barakanabande. Ora palabrande de mesende. Alamande de bosondo robo koriande de bashanda bakabaranda. Hallelujah, brajada branda rabal marabal marabashendere bokorbo sende babaranamande. Oh, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah, glory to your holy name, glory to your holy name, glory to your holy name. Manda beshe breste mendere bokorko sende. Oh, mandarabara makada braza mandarabakariande. We worship you, hallelujah. Oh, shete bele brembele je preste. 
Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah. Oh, We bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Be glorified, be glorified, be glorified in the heavens, be glorified on the earth, be glorified in this temple, Jesus. Jesus, be thou glorified, O Jesus, Jesus, be thou glorified, Mashata Barabara Kassiri Berebelte, Ashi Alama Alma Rasabarabalma, O reke breste pelverende beredi ambala zambarakasamanta. O le mante calma namble di de corosom brosto bredebe. Hallelujah, le prosonto re barbara katikelebo. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Rapalma rakraze bele deredia. Oh, hallelujah, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we praise you, Masha Paparekande. Rico soko de bande, rebo soko repazere tekeberende. Hallelujah, hallelujah, rebo rakaze bermedediante. Jende baje de baje de baje bedere boko si prestere ba masende. Ono sondere maseri andele bokoro soturinde. Hallelujah, le koshore paprade mamande rosore manteri anda. Bless your holy name. Manakanda rabari ande. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Precious Holy Ghost, Spirit of the Living God, you're the one that glorifies Jesus. Thank you for living in us. Thank you for being with us. We're forever grateful, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We receive, we receive, we receive. We call every yoke destroyed. We call every burden removed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Every lying symptom disappear in the name of Jesus. Every curse broken in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, great King. Thank you, Holy One. 
We bring your mercies in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Thank you Father. Thank you Father. Thank you Father. Thank you Father. In Jesus mighty name. We give you praise. Thank you Abba Father. Hallelujah. 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 Oh we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Thank you Lord. Those lungs are clearing up. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you Father. Thank you Father. That pain in the left side of the chest healed in Jesus name every lying symptom disappeared in Jesus name thank you Abba Father thank you Abba Father thank you Abba Father we give you praise we give you praise we give you praise we give you praise thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord in the name of Jesus we give you thanks hallelujah glory to God hallelujah praise God praise God praise God Thank you, Lord, for helping us to take hold of your benefits on a daily basis. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. As we were saying uh, last week, the battle has been already won by our precious Savior, the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now we just enforce what has been already Purchase for us. Amen. And we demonstrate the defeat of these dethroned powers. These defeated foes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. So even though we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities. Against powers. Rulers of the darkness of this world. The Bible says that they are already defeated foes. And even though you may not feel like that in the natural, thank God that the word of God unveils the reality of the spirit realm. Hallelujah. Another word for truth is reality. And if the Bible says the devil has no truth in him, that if he's the father of lies, then nothing he says or does is actually reality. So it's good to work with the reality What is the reality? What's the truth? Thank God. The reality is that those foes of ours are already defeated, dethroned, stripped of their power. One version says paralyzed. So remember, the enemy that you are working against or wrestling against, notice that it's wrestling, it's called wrestling. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. So there is a Wrestling, close contact, match going on, but against a defeated foe. Praise God. So we may have to stay in that position of um, believing and applying pressure of the word of God. Hallelujah. Dethroned powers. Thank God you have enough to do in one day. Hallelujah. Let's read um, from 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 6 in the Amplified As we uh, go forward. He says, Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. That's King James. But notice the Amplified. Yet when we were among you, full-grown, spiritually mature Christians, who are ripe in understanding, we do impart a higher wisdom, the knowledge of the divine plan previously hidden, but it is 
Indeed, not a wisdom of this present age, nor of this world, nor of the leaders and rulers of this age who are being brought to nothing and are doomed to pass away. Hallelujah. Notice that they are being brought to nothing and that is wisdom which was previously hidden. Thank God that it's now being unveiled. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear this also in Canada. 1 Corinthians 2.6 Praise the Lord. So, you know, it's good to know that your enemy has already been defeated, that he's doomed to pass away, he's brought to nothing. Hallelujah. Amen. So, there are verses of scripture which sometimes the church refers to and... Um, stays in that mode which are actually before this name of Jesus and conquest was done on our behalf. So they read verses like Daniel, you know, chapter 10 and 9 and there they conclude that there's always a war going on and, um, you know, you have to fast because of that war and be in sackcloth and ashes and all of that. But if you read all those things were before ever Jesus had risen from the dead, before the day of Pentecost and before the name was given. So it is true there are angels and there is a war and there is a battle with the prince of Persia and the prince of Greece and all of these various places have principalities over them, functioning over those cities and influencing the decisions of the rulers thereof. But thank God, in the name of Jesus, we already have the victory and the church has been given that place today. Notice Colossians uh, chapter 2 also. Let's read that. And notice verse 15. God disarmed principalities and powers that were ranged against us, made a bold display, public example of them, triumphing over them in him, in it, the cross. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? Maybe we can hear that also in Canada as we go forward. Praise God. Amen. So, you know, you may hear people praying similar prayers again and again that I set my face to seek God. That's wonderful. You know, and um, praying and fasting and all of that so that their prayers would be answered and all of that stuff there. And then the Bible declares that the angel came there in Daniel chapter 9, verse 20. While I was speaking and praying, confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, presenting my supplication before the Lord my God, the holy hill of my God. Yes, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the former vision, being caused to fly swiftly, came to me and touched me about the time of the evening sacrifice. Praise God. He says, I am now come to give you wisdom. 23, at the beginning of your prayers, notice that I'm still reading from the Amplified. Uh, an answer went forth, I have come to tell you, you are greatly beloved, therefore consider the matter. And he gives him the whole answer there. 
but that the prayer was already answered. And as you keep going, it says there in the 10th chapter, he's further explaining it. It was revealed to Daniel, the word was true. In those days, I was mourning three whole weeks. I ate no pleasant or desirable food, nor did any meat or wine come into my mouth. I did not anoint myself at all for the full three weeks. On the 24th day of the first month, as I was on the bank of the great river Hidikel, I lifted up my eyes and behold a man clothed in linen, whose loins were girded with pure gold of Uphaz. His body also was golden luster like beryl. Face had the appearance of lightning. His eyes were like flaming torches. His arms and his feet like glowing burnished brass. Sound of his words was like the noise of a multitude, the roaring of the sea. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, the heavenly being. The men who were with me did not see the vision. But a great trembling fell upon them, so that they fled to hide themselves. And I was left alone and saw this great vision. No strength was left in me. My fresh appearance was turned to pallor. I grew weak and faint with fright. Then I heard the sound of his words. When I heard the sound of his words, I fell on my face in a deep sleep, sunk to the ground. A hand touched me, set me upon my knees. And the angel said to me, O Daniel, greatly beloved man, understand the words that I speak to you. Stand upright, for to you am I now sent. While he was saying this, I stood up trembling. He said, from the first day that you set your mind and heart to humble, understand your words were heard. I have come as a consequence and in response to your words. But the prince of Persia withstood me 21 days Then Michael, one of the chief of the celestial princes, came to help me. I remained there with the kings of Persia. I have come to make you understand what is to befall your people in the latter days. When he had spoken to me, I turned my face towards the ground and was dumb. Praise God. All those wonderful, amazing uh, revelations are unveiled to Daniel. And lo and behold, he's conversing with angelic hosts and people uh, who look like sons of men but were like lightning and sounds that were heavenly. Praise God. So in these kind of thoughts we have verse 13. Maybe we can hear verse 13 in Canada of Daniel chapter 10, the prince of the kingdom of Persia. Adare Parasya Rajada Prabhu, Ipatandu Divasagaru Nanage, Eduru Nintano, Adare Ego, Mukya Prabhu Gadali, Ubanada Vyaka Elanu Nana Sahayatke Bandanu, Nano A Parasya Arasara Bariali Ulidukundu. Praise God. So you could see here how anybody who does not really have much understanding of what Jesus has done in giving us his authority, his name, would spend, you know, days and days you know, being bothered about uh, angels and demons locked in combat and fighting and all of that. Praise God. And so they may fast and pray. Yes, thank God for fasting and praying. But you know, there is a name that answers prayer, that in his name every knee should bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And we have been given that name. Praise God. And so you don't have to worry about any of these other names 
and principalities. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's turn to Philippians also, the second chapter. And notice verse 9. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth and things under the earth, that every tongue should confess Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. We could hear that also in Canada, um, Philippians 2, 9 and 10. One version says, uh, every tongue and every knee, every being in heaven, Every being on the earth, every being under the earth. So it's talking about beings, creatures, that those creatures have to bow their knees, whether they're in heaven or earth or under the earth. So in all three realms, Jesus has been given authority and the name that has defeated and brought to naught every enemy. Hallelujah. That understanding has to be brought back to the church and has to become a... Number one, has to rise up above every other thing. And we must have a deep-seated consciousness of that so that we are fearless in engaging and receiving our victory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Otherwise, it's easy to fall back and begin to struggle and um, persist in struggling, thinking about how our efforts and how our struggles are going to make things happen rather than trusting the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Ephesians 1 also, in that prayer he says, that we might know what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Then 21 says, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all and all. Notice that prayer also has within it prayer for revelation, so that we will know the exceeding greatness of the power that was unveiled, unleashed in the resurrection and the giving of a name which is above every other name, not just in this world, but also in the ages that are coming. And everything is under his feet. Praise God. So it's interesting to notice that that name has been given already to us 2,000 years later. Here we are, tending to go back and behave like people who were under the inferior covenant. Praise God. Thank God for men like Daniel, who persisted in prayer. But as we were saying on Sunday, we can use the name and persist in Jesus' name till we see the answer manifested on the earth. Hallelujah. So God is interested in answering our prayers, and that is a one-time deal settled once and for all. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Let's hear verse 20 also uh, in Canada and 21. Then we will proceed. Balati Shevu Kristan Ali Toribandide, Kegam Dare Devaru Kristan and Satavaro Laginda ABC Sakala Rajatwa Adikara Mahatwa Prabutwa Digada Meleu E. Loka Dali Matra Valade, Baruva Loka Dali Saha Hesarubunda Varela Meleu Ishto Hechagi Paraloka Dolagetana Swanta Balaparsha Dali Athan and Nukudisikundano. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So does it mean you should not persist in prayer? Does it mean you should not fast and seek God's face? That's not what it means. It means that today you don't have to waste so much time battling with principalities and warring with them in the heavenlies and all of that stuff where people have gone off into error. Praise God. You can use the name, pray in the Holy Ghost, stick with the word of God and expect things to happen. Expect the victory to be seen in the name of Jesus. Otherwise, Jesus has not done anything for us. It will be like a big waste. But thank God, the greatest revelation the church has today is that all authority in heaven and earth has been given to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's go ahead and use it because that is the reality. And our enemy would not like us to walk in it and much more to not allow us to spread that information and that revelation. Praise God. Let's also turn to 2 Corinthians 12, just a few verses as we uh, get ready to build ourselves up. 2 Corinthians 12, here Paul is talking about himself. He says about visions and revelations. You know, people make a big deal about their visions and revelations. Thank God for visions and revelations. And you and I have been called to the new covenant where we dream dreams and see visions, but it must be in line with the word of God. Hallelujah. And so Paul said, yeah, you think that I didn't have any? I also had revelations. I had visions. And he said in verse 2, most scholars agree that he was talking about himself. He says, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago, whether in the body I cannot tell, whether out of the body I cannot tell, God knoweth such an one, caught up to the third heaven. Praise God. And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth how he was caught up, how that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which is not lawful for a man to utter. Of such an one will I, will I glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in mine infirmities. Notice here, that he's talking about himself and that he was caught up to the third heaven. So there are three heavens accordingly. If there is a third heaven, then there's a first and a second. And so as you study your Bible, you will notice that this is in a place above the atmosphere and above what is known as space and all of those places where you find planets, way beyond all of that, the third heaven. And that's where... He refers to as paradise, and he was caught up there. But notice that he said, whether I was in the body, I don't know. I cannot tell. Whether I was out of the body, I cannot tell. In other words, some of these things, the reality of it is that you won't even feel some things, whether this is your body or not. That's why I believe Jesus says that you may not taste death. You won't know whether, hey, am I in my body? 
Am I not? Things like that. There's a realm there that's so real that you feel everything as though you are in a body, but you cannot tell whether it's your body. Hallelujah. (laughs) But thank God you and I are going to that place and we're going to have glorified bodies just like Jesus had where you will be real as you are on the earth but at the same time you can transcend time and space. You can enjoy the benefits of a good meal and simply taste and feel the glories of that age also. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So these kind of revelations are very powerful. And they make you know that you are going to deal with a place that is more real than anything you can see or feel at this moment. Hallelujah. I've heard the testimony of people who uh, said about experiences they had after death. Uh, One of them that I can talk about had the um, privilege of being involved in at least raising three to four people from the dead. And he said, anytime they came back, they would not say anything. They would not talk much. And finally, when they talked, they would say, why did you bring me back here? See, they were believers and they had gone into that realm. They were younger people. Most of the time in your Bible also, you will notice that the people who were raised back from the dead were younger. And so they had greater time to spend on the earth. Praise God. And... um, They said, why did you bring me here? I mean, I was enjoying heaven. I saw Jesus and and then you brought me back here. Praise God. So it's not a place you and I would like to come back to once we have tasted the glories of the heavenly realms. Praise God. So whatever it is that is drawing you to this earth, there's nothing in it. I'm telling you that the truth and reality is this is not heaven. This is the earth. It is a fallen earth. There is a place called paradise. There is a place called heaven where we belong to, where we came from, just like a fish in water. We are going back there. But our challenge today is to enforce that life of heaven on the earth while we are here itself by using the authority, using the dominion in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So it is real. That's the reality. And we need to enjoy that. Praise God. How many of you would like to just live in a realm where heaven is in your heart, heaven is in your house, heaven is in your daily life? Jesus paid for that, that we would have heaven on earth. As it is in heaven, so shall it be on the earth. Praise God. So we have authority to bring that to pass on a daily basis. Praise God. Now, like we were saying also, um, maybe we can hear this in Canada. Second Corinthians chapter 12. And let's read verse 2 and 3. Christanalida Uba Manushin and Nubalino, Avanu Hadinalku Varushagala Hindi, Murane, Paraloka Kuil Patano, Avana Dehasahitanagi, Uil Patano, Deharahitanagi, Uil Patano, Nanu Hedalarino, Devare Balano. Anta Manushan of Banano, Nano Balino, Avano Dehasahitanagidano, Deharahitanagidano, Nano Hedalarino, Devare Balano Kandu Mitukisuva Mukha. Glory to God. So we were saying, whatever we are studying, whatever we are trying to understand, we should notice that it comes from a base of a loving Heavenly Father's heart. Hallelujah. That everything that has been done has been done for us, for our benefit, for our honor. 
which God has for us in his own heart, in his own eyes. If he says you're blessed, it's because he sees you through grace and he calls you like that and so you're blessed. Hallelujah. Because that's your honor, that's your place he has. Amen. So we need to begin to understand this great love that he has for us and take a hold of it. That is our father's nature. That is our nature. We have that same life. We have that same nature. And even though it may be hard to understand because it goes contrary to human nature, fallen nature, which is just selfish, greedy, graspy, cringing, fearful. Here it's the opposite of a love that gives. Hallelujah. So let's read again 1 John 3. Notice verse 1. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Praise God. You know, there are wonderful songs uh, written about this manner of love. One version talks about how wonderful is that love that the Father has given to us and we are called sons of God. Today I want us to note the B part of it. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Hallelujah. So here we have the world and its knowledge um, pitted against God's great love and the knowledge of that love. We are called to understand that love, appreciate that nature that is actually ours. We are sons of God. We have the same nature, the same life that God the Father has. And as his sons, we have that same nature. But the world does not know him so it won't know us. Praise God. (laughs) So here we are being loosed into a place where they don't know us. So we should not be surprised if they don't treat us like our father would treat us. (laughs) We seem to get shocked a little bit when they don't treat us with a great hug and a welcome, where they don't share everything with us, where they seem to be coming against us and even... (laughs) challenging our rights. (laughs) But you need to know God was preparing us for all that saying, the world does not know us because it does not know him, specifically the Father. Notice that. The manner of love which the Father has bestowed upon us. So the world does not know one specific person, the Father. Praise God. Amen. So knowing the Father, knowing your family, knowing where you came from, Understanding that nature and embracing that truth and receiving heaven's great love is going to make all the difference in your life. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself in a very strange place, wondering, what am I doing here? I thought they would just welcome me, you know, etc., etc. <laughs> but God wanted us to know that they do not know the Father. So the difference between them and us is we know the Father or we have access to knowing the Father. Amen. All right. Let's hear this verse, uh, verse 1, and then proceed. Amen. So from that kind of thinking, notice John is the one talking here. He had 
um, great revelation of this great love of God. And he wrote like that. And since we are sons of that same father, that same nature is with us. And we need to get further understanding and revelation of it so we can enjoy it. Praise God. Another familiar line of scripture, 1 John 4, 7, he says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Hallelujah. Verse 8 continues, He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Hmm. Very interesting. It looks initially just like some kind of riddle saying the same thing in different ways. But let's consider it again. We may have to read it a couple of times. He says, Beloved, let us love one another. Love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Hmm, interesting. Okay. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Now, questions can arise. So, if I don't love, am I really born again? You see, because everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for he, God, is love. So, could you say that maybe because I don't love, I am not born again? Praise God. Good question. Whether you feel it or not, you're born again. <laughs> Glory to God. But whether you know him or not, it's a different question. So you could, you know, have you ever met believers who are saved but they don't know God? Yeah, it's possible to live like that. It's possible to live, you just saved and that's it. You just don't know. So the one who loves is the one who knows God. So those who do not love or walk in love, they really don't know God. And whose is God? The Father. They don't really know the Father. So it's possible to be a child of God who does not know his Father and so cannot walk in love. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. So you could have a believer who's you know, a child of God, truly saved and all that, but he does not really know the Father as he ought to know the Father. He does not know the love of God. Hallelujah. So the love of God is what is going to transcend so many things and affect your behavior and character. So you could say that if a person is not behaving in the love of God or acting in the love of God, he doesn't really know the Father God. He does not know God. Hallelujah. So he, he just knows about God and he's saved and that's about it. But he really does not really have an understanding of the Father's heart. Amen. So it's vital for us, therefore, to understand our Father's heart, become um, deeply convinced and conscious of that nature that he has and who he is, and then it begins to unconsciously affect us because we act like him. Hallelujah. So by hanging around him, spending time with him in his nature, fellowshipping with him, we begin to come in contact and it rubs off onto us 
And that nature that is in our spirit begins to now come out in our character, in our behavior. Praise God. Quite an interesting thought. Hallelujah. Let's look at one or two verses like that also. Maybe we can hear verse 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 7 and 8 also in Kannada. Priyare, Navu Obbaran Obbaru Preeti Sona, Yakandare Preeti Udevarindagide, Preeti Madhuva Prati Obbanu Devarinda Huttidavanu Devaranu Ballavanu Agiddane. Glory to God. Preeti Illada Vanu Devaranu Ballavanalla, Yakandare Devaru Preeti Agiddane. You know, Jesus made a big deal about his father all the time. Hallelujah. <laughs> in John 16, for instance, he says in verse 1, These things have I spoken unto you, that you should not be offended. Amen. He said, I'm telling you these things so that you will not be offended. Notice, in things like malice and offense, we're supposed to be like children. In understanding, we're supposed to be like men. Hallelujah. Verse 2, They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. Wow. <laughs> Verse 3. Now he comes to the root. These things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. Why are they doing these things? Because they don't know the Father. They don't know Jesus either. Hallelujah. So, the world does not know God and therefore it behaves in that way. It behaves against you, behaves against me, behaves against Jesus. Are you getting that? Hallelujah. So, for us, it's a different story. What should it read now? We are going to walk in love because we know the Father. Say Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Maybe we can hear... Um, the same in Canada. Nice verses there. John 16, 1 to 3. Glory to God. You know, it's very profound little statements like that that clarify a lot. Just to think about it for a moment, it gives you such clarity. And so, there are people who could be saved but do not have any real fellowship and revelation and knowledge of the Father God and it has not changed their character. They're still greedy, graspy, selfish, cringing, fearful, worried, because they are not convinced about this Father's great love and nature. And then that is all tending towards worldly kind of fears. The world has all of those cares and fears. Cares are another way of saying fears. All of those kind of fears are out there. And so they're just grasping and trying to survive by their own uh, strength because they have no hope in any person else apart from themselves. Hallelujah. But here we have a father who is the actual father from whom all fatherhood derives its title and obtains its name. Hallelujah. Who says, I care for you. I give everything for you. All I have is yours. All I have 
is yours. And to make that transfer, I gave my son. Hallelujah. Behold what manner. He says, what kind of wonderful love is this that we should be called sons. Legally, technically, sons of that father God. Hallelujah. And so our striving should be to understand and develop our um, knowledge and uh, fellowship with this great father heart of love. And for that, God has done some things. Jeremiah 3 says in verse 15, I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Notice that they are going to be more interested in God's heart than many other things. And therefore, God knows those kind of people who he's giving to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. To feed with knowledge and understanding. So we don't have to be bothered about too many other things. Let's just know the things that are more important, such as our great Father's heart, that great love that he has for us. And he that loves knows him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ha. Something to think about. Let's therefore listen to Jeremiah 3.15 also before we go on. Praise the Lord Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? I just love the way these things always come down to some very basic realities. Who's your father? <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> if your father's... I don't know if you remember that song or any of you knows that song. Hallelujah. If your daddy's rich, you know, it goes like that. In the summertime, you know, have you heard that song? In that song, it says, if your daddy's poor, you do what you want. So who's your daddy? If your daddy owns the universe, it's all different. And if your daddy loves you with everlasting love, whoa. If your daddy has paid the price to make sure that everything he has is yours, ooh, that makes all the difference. Hallelujah. So to be convinced of this great love, to be secure in this great love is what it's all about. And that affects our behavior, that nature that's in our spirit begins to come out into the natural, and we could say that we know our Father. We know God. Hallelujah. Otherwise, it is hard to be able to say that we know Him. It's also like saying, I know the author of the book, so I am not moved by those who are interpreting it differently. (laughs) Because I know the one who wrote the book. Amen. So you will not be perturbed or worried about the interpreter's Uh, ideas and so on because you know the person. Amen. So everything has to come out of that fountain of the great loving heavenly father's heart. Amen. Glory to God. Mm, Thank you Jesus. More Lord, more Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go off to John again. John and this time the 15th chapter and notice what he says there. Ha ha ha. Glory to God. Thank you Father. I start from verse 16. He says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, that your fruit should remain, 
whatsoever you shall ask of the father in my name he may give it to you oh, oh, oh. wow these blank checks keep coming up every now and then <laughs> let's hear that in kannada also you know praise god ನೀವು ನನ್ನನ್ನು ಆರಿಸಿಕೊಂಡಿಲ್ಲ ಆದರೆ ನಾನು ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಆರಿಸಿಕೊಂಡು ನೀವು ಹೋಗಿ ಫಲ ಕೊಡುವಂತೆಯೂ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಫಲವು ನೆಲೆಗೊಂಡಿರುವಂತೆಯೂ ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು ನೇಮಿಸಿದ್ದೇನೆ ಆದ ಕಾರಣ ನೀವು ನನ್ನ ಹೆಸರಿನಲ್ಲಿ ತಂದೆಯನ್ನು ಏನು ಕೇಳಿಕೊಂಡರೂ ಆತನು ಅದನ್ನು ನಿಮಗೆ ಕೊಡುವನು Let's go to uh, 1st Kings and notice Solomon also had a blank check given to him. Remember, Bible says there in verse 4, the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was a great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon that altar. That's 1st Kings, the third chapter. And he goes on, he says, in Gibeon, verse 5, The Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night and said, "Ask what I shall give thee." Just ask anything. Amen. This all happened after Solomon had given amazing amazing offerings more than anybody else. Praise God. So just imagine Jesus has paid all kinds of offerings so that you and I can get this blank check. <laughs> Hallelujah. He <laughs> said, "Ask whatever you want." Praise God. <laughs> ask what shall i give you hmm amazing isn't it so we have some plans like that in god's heart all the time he he he's that kind of person he gets so overwhelmed and he says whatever just ask whatever can you see an excited father there who just wants to bless his folks first kings chapter 3 maybe we can hear that in canada verse 4 and 5 ಸೊಲೋಮೋನನು ಕರ್ತನನ್ನು ಪ್ರೀತಿ ಮಾಡಿ ತನ್ನ ತಂದೆಯಾದ ದಾವೀದನ ಕಟ್ಟಡೆಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ನಡೆಯುತ್ತಾ ಇದ್ದರೂ ತಾನು ಎತ್ತರ ಸ್ಥಳಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಬಲಿಯನ್ನು ಧೂಪವನ್ನು ಅರ್ಪಿಸುತ್ತಾ ಇದ್ದನು ಹಿಬ್ಯೋನು ದೊಡ್ಡ ಎತ್ತರದ ಸ್ಥಳ ಆದದರಿಂದ ಅರಸನು ಯಜ್ಞವನ್ನರ್ಪಿಸಲು ಅಲ್ಲಿಗೆ ಹೋಗಿ ಆ ಬಲಿಪೀಠದ ಮೇಲೆ ಸಾವಿರ ದಹನ ಬಲಿಗಳನ್ನು ಅರ್ಪಿಸಿದನು ಅವನು ಗಿಬ್ಯೋನಿನಲ್ಲಿರುವಾಗ ರಾತ್ರಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಸ್ವಪ್ನದೊಳಗೆ ಕರ್ತನು ಸೊಲೊಮೋನನಿಗೆ ಕಾಣಿಸಿಕೊಂಡನು ದೇವರು ಅವನಿಗೆ ನಾನು ನಿನಗೆ ಏನು ಕೊಡಬೇಕು ಕೇಳಿಕೋ ಅಂದನು because he always did the things that would please the father and settled it once and for all so that this same blank check would be available from this loving heavenly father's heart and jesus says with all confidence whatever you ask the father in my name just ask it and receive that's your joy may be full hallelujah so do you have to fast about it no jesus paid the price your fasting wouldn't make any difference except maybe uh, knock your weight down affect some other things in your body and so on and so forth maybe feel make you feel that you have done something make you feel that you have wrought some kind of works but that's not what we are bothered about we are bothered about the reality the truth 
What is the truth about the matter? What did Jesus really do for me? What did Jesus really suffer for? What did Jesus rise up again for? Why? What is all that for? Hallelujah. Praise God. So back in John 15, thank God, we read verse 16. Then 17 continues. These things I command you that you love one another. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Hallelujah. If you were of the world, verse 19 continues, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hated you. Pretty clear. He's clarifying this issue because people were shocked that, what? I'm just following this good man. I'm doing good things and you hate me. You're returning these kind of things to me. I don't expect this. I thought you'd be excited. I thought you'd be happy about all this. Then Jesus had to explain. (laughs) Verse 20. Remember the word that I said unto you. The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. Mm -mm -mm. Hallelujah. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. So he's saying it's about the Father. If they knew the Father, if they knew that person that cared for them, that loved them so intensely, better than any natural father, Wow, who has numbered their hairs, who knew them before they were formed in the mother's womb, they would not behave like that. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. So let's hear maybe um, verse 21 also in Canada, John 15, 21. Praise God. So there is this childlike understanding that we should have of our Father's great love and His innocent, pure love and care for us. He is the Father. And we should revel in that love and fellowship with Him and just enjoy His embrace and minister to Him out of that gratitude. And I'm telling you, we're going to see more and more. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now notice how, you know, Later on in John 16, he said in verse 12, I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. You know, Jesus is trying to unpack all of these things and let them know what kind of father he has, what kind of family he's bringing to them. He said, but you just can't bear it now. They they just could not imagine all of that, you know. Hallelujah. And then he goes on, how be it? When he, the spirit of truth, is come, He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore said I, that he will take of mine, and show it unto you. Praise God. Interesting. I like how... You know, another verse, version, uh, I think it's the message or the new living. It says it like this. But when the friend comes, the spirit of the truth. Notice it's called the friend. 
He said, I have many things to tell you, but you can't handle them now. But when the friend comes, glory to God, the spirit of truth, hallelujah. Who's he? The friend, the great friend we have. Ha, ha, ha. He will take you by the hand and guide you into all the truth there is. He won't draw attention to himself, but he will make sense out of what is about to happen. And indeed, out of all that I have done and said. Praise God. That friend is today with you and with me. And he lives in us. This great, mighty, Holy Ghost friend. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He's going to honor Jesus in our lives. He's going to reveal the Father to us. Unveil some things that Jesus would have wanted us to get and understand. But he had to go home. His job would be over. And now the time for the friend has come. And he is guiding us. And he is unveiling these things to us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, great friend. Thank you, great comforter. Holy Spirit. Our, our dearest friend. Our closest friend. Closer than our own breath. Hallelujah. So this is amazing. All of these things are pointing towards a time when you see the natural temple would not be there anymore. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that you and I would become the temple and it would be a better dispensation. We would walk in revelation and authority in a very unique and single way, but also a corporate way. Hallelujah. Notice, therefore, verses like John chapter 2, where he said in the 19th verse, he said, Jesus answered, tear down this temple, and in three days I will put it back together. <laughs> they were indignant. It took 46 years to build this temple, and you're going to rebuild it in three days? But Jesus was talking about his body as the temple. Hallelujah. You can see uh, lines like that. Maybe we will hear um, from the Canada also of John 2.19. Praise God. So Jesus now continues to build this theme and they have become familiar with it and they are using it against him as evidence in that you know, time of the crucifixion. So in Matthew 26, uh, during the trial, these kind of words are coming out. He says there, verse 59 of Matthew 26, Now the chief priests and elders and all the council sought false witnesses against Jesus to put him to death but found none, yea, though many false witnesses came, yet found they none, uh, at the last came two false witnesses. <laughs> and said, this fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to build it in three days. And the high priest arose and said unto him, Answers thou nothing? What is it? <laughs> what is it? Which these witnesses, which these witness against thee, but Jesus held his peace. Praise God. So he, you know, they were just grabbing any kind of straw. They wanted to get rid of this holy man, this pious man, this son of God that they could not understand because they did not know his father. 
They did not know who sent him. They had no clue about his origins or his heart or his nature at all. Praise God. And so they wanted to put him away. But he did say some things. He said, I will destroy this temple. Praise God. And in three days, I will raise up again. Hallelujah. You know, eventually the Bible says the temple veil was torn and uh, from top to bottom and uh, signifying that the Holy Spirit would leave and that would be the end of that temple. That would be the end of those sacrifices, the end of that priesthood, the end of every single thing concerning that covenant. It would be finished. It was literally over. Just as he said, even though he was talking about his own body, he was also talking about the end of that temple, that particular way of worship and approach to God. Now God was going to move in to us and we would become his temple, his holy chosen generation and the priesthood would become different. He would be the high priest and we would be the priests in that high priesthood. Isn't that interesting? Praise God. So there's a whole shift there which comes from the love of God. But notice, after that, there was nothing. No way by which Israel could come to God. They were stranded. They were without a home, without a temple, with nothing. They had nothing left. Imagine from there, it's now preaching in the streets and gathering in houses, etc., etc., all of the ornamentation, all of the splendor of those temples and the mentality, everything is over. And they are stuck there, basically homeless, hopeless, with nothing. Praise God. Thank God for the new covenants. And so, to go back that way and start digging up old covenant stuff is really uh, slapping Jesus in the face. Hallelujah. So, let's pick up the pace. And let's understand what has actually happened and the special place that's been given to us in Christ in the new covenant. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's move on if we can. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Corinthians, let's read there. Notice the third chapter. Observe there how the words are. Verse 16, it says, Know you not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. See how it kind of weaves in with, I will destroy this temple. So now it is so holy, it's so righteous with God that you and I have become the temple. And the dwelling place of the great mighty Holy Spirit. <laughs> and therefore a new reverence comes to us for our bodies and everything concerning us. Oh, praise God. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Hmm, interesting, isn't it? Now, we are getting more understanding, therefore that Jesus has changed the priesthood and has now decided that we are the special priests. Praise God. Notice in 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, how it picks up the way of thinking. Same kind of thoughts. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19. Know, not, know 
What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, you are not your own? For you are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. See these kind of words. Maybe we can hear uh, 1 Corinthians 3.16 and then uh, 19 and 20 also from 1 Corinthians 6 in Canada. Then 1 Corinthians 6, then 19 and 20. Hmm. Glory to God. So you can see how Jesus has effectively, in quote, destroyed that temple with its services, with all of its priesthood and ordinances settled forever. That's over. And now the focus is to us who become his temple, his dwelling place, and are now a special priesthood. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 declares, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him or the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Hallelujah. Whoa, glory to God. What an amazing work he has done. How much mercy he has poured out. How marvelous is this love that he has shown towards us, that we who were not in the picture, in the scene at all, have now become his chosen royal priesthood, holy nation, special people to show forth the excellencies, the marvelous light, the glorious nature of this great God and family of love. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God, praise God. What can we say? Hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Hallelujah. So we are the present tense address of this mighty friend, the Holy Ghost, the power of creation, the power that raised Jesus from the dead. Ha ha ha. Let's read 1 Peter 2, 9 also and continue into the 10th verse. Glory to God. Modalu Nivu Prajayagiralilla, Ega Devara Prajayagidiri, Modalu Karune Hundiralilla, Ega Karune Hundidavaragidiri. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. So here we are taking our place as we understand, as we receive counsel, instruction from God's heart, as we begin to yield, we begin to handle ourselves differently. Uh, our behavior is showing forth His Excellencies. His marvelous, wonderful, miraculous life. Hallelujah. And so we are being equipped with whatever is required to show that on the earth. 
Hallelujah. To bear that name and carry him through this earth as we ought to. In a fitting way. Praise God. Wonderful Jesus. Thank you Lord. Let's look at another scripture. Very similar. Oh thank you Jesus. Ephesians the second chapter. Notice there in the 19th and 20th verses. Now therefore you are no more strangers and foreigners but fellow citizens with the saints of the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. Hallelujah. In whom you also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Ha ha ha. Wow, praise the Lord Jesus. Oh, don't you feel great about that? Don't you just feel, can you feel the majesty and the honor that God has bestowed upon us now in his great love, in his great mercy that he has shown in the work that Jesus has done in now putting the focus to you personally and also as a group in the name of Jesus that we are going to be fitted properly and that Jesus himself is the cornerstone of that building. Praise God. Let's hear that also, maybe from 19 onwards in Canada. Atanali Katadavu Hundike Yagi Ruddi Agutta Katanali Parishuddha Deva Layavagutade Atanali Nivu Saha Atmana Mulakavagi Devarige Nivasa Stana Vaguante Uttagi Katal Padutta Idiri. Praise the Lord. So you can see that we are now this holy habitation of God. Woo, glory to God. <laughs> Ooh, the Almighty Himself dwelling on the inside. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. That temple was effectively knocked out, completely stopped. Israel has been walking around for 2,000 years looking for anybody from that line of priests, looking for anything that they can grab onto from that old priesthood, but there's nothing. Today, you and I are the temple. You are the priest. Jesus the Lord is our great high priest. You are the habitation, the holy habitation of God. Therefore, a fresh awe comes, a fresh reverence comes for God's creation, which is you, your spirit, your mind, your body. Hallelujah. All of these things we are now going to look at differently. We're going to handle differently. Praise God. Out of awe for what he has done, Uh, the outpouring of his love and mercy towards us, we begin to handle life itself differently. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God we're getting to know this Father even more. You know, even our brightest revelations on the planet are still seeing darkly. Hallelujah. When we see him, we will know as we ought to know as he knows us. Praise God. But whatever revelation we get today that lifts us up, to be honorable, to be holy and pure and right before God, 
Oh, it's powerful indeed. Let us continue. Notice Romans 12 now begins to talk about such things. Verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. You see, as a result of these kind of things, he says, I now beseech you. Notice Some versions will say, which is your spiritual act of service? Or, this is your spiritual sacrifice. Praise God. Maybe we can read this also in the Amplified Version uh, and see. Romans 12 verse 1. I appeal to you therefore, brethren, and beg of you, in view of all the mercies of God, to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, Presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. So there is a new priesthood that has certain ways of worshipping. Praise God. And that's where we use his mighty name. And set apart words, set apart Things for his worship. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear maybe 12 and verse 1 also in Kannada. Adadarinda sahodarare, nivu nimma dehagalannu parishuddhavu devarige mechikeyu agiruva sajiva yadnavagi samarpisa bekendu devara karuneinda nanu nimmanu bedikolluttene, ide nimma yogyavada seve yagide. Glory to God. Notice how Ephesians 5 says in verse 20, Familiar scripture, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So our spiritual worship is to give thanks in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Making confessions in the name of Jesus to our Father. Although we can say Father and worship and so on, honestly from the scripture, What is actually appreciative in our Father's heart is to come in the name of Jesus. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So that lip name connection in the royal priesthood is a sacrifice, a spiritual sacrifice offered up to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's go to uh, 1 Peter and read again. Second chapter from verse 3. If so be that you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, you also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Notice that it's acceptable to God by Jesus Christ or because of that wonderful name, through that wonderful name. Amen. Let's hear verse 5 also in Canada and then we will read uh, Romans 12. Nivu Saha Jeeva Ulla Kallugal Agiddu Atma Sambandha Vada Mandira Vagu Vadakke Kattal Padutta Iddiri Mattu Yesu Kristana Moolaka Devarige Samarpaka Vada Atmiya Yednagalannu Samarpisu Vadakke Pavitra Yajaka Vargadavar Agiddiri Then 1 Peter 2 and verse 
ನೀವು ಸಹ ಜೀವವುಳ್ಳ ಕಲ್ಲುಗಳಾಗಿದ್ದು ಆತ್ಮಸಂಬಂಧವಾದ ಮಂದಿರವಾಗುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ಕಟ್ಟಲ್ಪಡುತ್ತಾ ಇದ್ದೀರಿ ಮತ್ತು ಯೇಸು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ಮೂಲಕ ದೇವರಿಗೆ ಸಮರ್ಪಕವಾದ ಆತ್ಮೀಯ ಯಜ್ಞಗಳನ್ನು ಸಮರ್ಪಿಸುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ಪವಿತ್ರ ಯಾಜಕ ವರ್ಗದವರಾಗಿದ್ದೀರಿ Jesus is the great high priest Jesus is the uh, offering the sacrifice <laughs> praise god hallelujah he has become the very mercy seat and the blood on the mercy seat in him both the jew and the gentile in that cross new and old are banished everything is cleared it has become one living way the only way and here we are as a special royal priesthood offering up to this god things that are acceptable in his name hallelujah praise god praise god as we begin to use words and worship and thanksgiving in his name before this loving heavenly father it begins to affect us begins to change us our thoughts uh, begin to line up and we begin to act just as we were in jesus name hallelujah in his name as he ought to act as we were supposed to act it will start coming in line praise god thank you jesus notice hebrews 13:15 also by him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to god continually that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name hallelujah oh praise god isn't that wonderful that you and i can see there what our job description is like as this new priesthood praise god to offer up confessions in jesus name thanksgiving in jesus name fruit of the lips bringing words in jesus name that touches the heart of our father because this son obeyed him completely and then gave everything to us by baptizing us into his name and putting us into himself that he is the head of that body we are now flesh of his flesh and bone of his bone but we are also the temple we are also individual temples and corporately the temple on the planet hallelujah oh famasete krosto preseteteya let's hear um, hebrews 13:15 also in canada glory to god adadarinda athana moolakavagiye devarige stotrada yajnavannu ede bidade samarpisona andare namma tukigalinda athana naamakke sallisuva stotragala phalave aadagide amen wow so you can see by now that things get pretty clear and the whole reason why we do things changes hallelujah <laughs> it's not just a list of do's and don'ts it's now because i am in this place of honor because i am the beloved because i am a chosen royal priesthood because i am god's holy habitation because i have this chosen job to use my mouth and offer sacrifices in jesus name that are acceptable to my father god things have changed hallelujah so with such thoughts now read with me this interesting line of thought 1 John 2 notice verse 15 love not the world hallelujah 
See, from all of those thoughts now, if someone asks you, will you love the world? Of course your answer will be, what? Love the world? How can I love them? How can I love the world? How can I love that system? How can I love that system that hates me and hates my father? Things change. Hallelujah. So here it doesn't look like a spoiler that is trying to dampen your uh, enjoyment. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. There you go. That's pretty clear. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Oh yeah, definitely things look different now. Things look very, very different. Now we can see that system, that rulership, that dominion, that system out there that does not love my father, that does not know my father, that does not understand the Lord Jesus, uh, they are making passes at me. They are calling upon me, beckoning to me, saying, come and love me, come and love me, come and love me. And you know, to make it clear, what does it mean to love the world? He says, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, pride of life. Hmm. That's not of the Father, but is of the world. Amen. What people are generally out there pursuing after, whatever makes them feel good, whatever looks good, whatever makes them proud and gives them position, you know, that's all in the world. That's the world. That's the love of the world. Hallelujah. So you can see there's a part of us that is drawn in that direction every day. That's calling out for, you know, these desires, uh, these passions, possessions, and positions, as someone said. I think it's good. Hallelujah. <laughs> so here we are, peculiar, special, chosen. Our call is different. We are already the very high, holy habitation of God. We are already royalty. We are already priests. We are already chosen. We are already blessed with every blessing. All that heaven has, the Father has turned over to us because of what Jesus has done. And we are receiving the embrace of God's position, God's possessions, God's fullness, God's allness and muchness. And he gave us the name to now say, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Ask, here it is, this is a blank check, just go use it in my name. And when you use my name, every demon has to hit the floor in hell, on earth, under the earth. Every being has to acknowledge that Jesus is Lord. Go in my name, go now, go deal with all of this. Enforce my victory, enforce the glorious resurrection. Enforce the fact that I called you, I chose you to bring forth fruit and your fruit shall remain. You're my friends. Hallelujah. And we have this loving friend on the inside of us. The great mighty Holy Ghost who will never leave us, never forsake us. No, never. And that is our confidence. That's what we rest on and we say, doesn't matter what it looks like. 
I have the greater one and he will never forsake me. He will never let me down. In his name I receive and the earth has to produce and demons have to bow and the victory is guaranteed. And guess what? He is at the right hand of Father praying for me, interceding for me. So I'm guaranteed to win again and again. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Let's go and look at a verse or two. I don't know if we heard this in Canada. Yeah, let's hear it in Canada also. 1 John 2, 15 and uh, all the way to 17. Glory to God. Woo, hallelujah. So you can see there the things that we do in ministering in this superior priesthood are going to endure forever. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. They will endure forever. And so we begin to wrap it up with Hebrews 4, which says in 14, Seeing then that we have a great high priest. Notice that our focus is on him, not on ourselves. Hallelujah. We consider him. We consider Jesus. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession or our confession. Let's maintain what we believe coming out of our words, our lips in his name. Hallelujah. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Hallelujah. All of the resistance, all of the crying and sweating blood in the garden was for us. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. All those things he said in Psalm 22. As a baby, from my mother's breasts, I was cast upon you. All those things were for us. That before the boy could grow up enough, he had to be ushered off to Egypt. They were already planning to kill him. He was already having to trust God. They had to listen. They had to obey and move. All of that was because of us. Because our enemy knew that this boy, <laughs> there's something about this boy. Praise God. Verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. All of this results in a big, open-hearted welcome, celebratory welcome of our Father saying, Come, let me give you a banquet. For every need you have, let me load you up. Let me give you grace. Let me give you my love rushing towards you, my resources rushing towards you in the name of Jesus all your needs shall be supplied according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All this was so that we could have an open welcome into our Father's loving arms and care. 
Thank you, Jesus. Doesn't matter what the world is saying. Doesn't matter what their promptings are. They are fake. This is the reality. This is the reality. It does not look like that. But this is the reality. Our source, our supply, our strength, our comfort, our grace, our ability, our victory, all come from that place in Jesus' name. And we're going to enjoy that on the earth. Because Jesus paid for it. Hallelujah. So my brother, my sister, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the grace of God. In these things that you simply seem to have done nothing. (laughs) You just heard of what has been done and paid for you. And you have to just accept it. Strong in it, in the revelation, in the understanding and fellowship of it. And just live it out. Thank you, Jesus. This is the beauty of the church age. This is the beauty of this time in which we live. Hallelujah. Oh, and we will think about these things. We will ponder and pray over these things again and again until they literally just start bubbling out of us. They start coming out of us on a daily basis. Hallelujah. Shall we praise Him? Shall we thank Him? We will continue next week. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Frendo rocusto, branapala dranda, zembre di brete fefefefefefete, mondro dusto prajete. Oh, we give you thanks. Lord, it's not in vain. What you suffered is not in vain. Going to the lowest hell is not in vain. Oh, all that you bore for us in that prayer in the garden, that you had to pray three times, that you had to, in agony, Cry out to the Father and say, If it is possible, let this cup pass away from me. Only you know the full depth of that, Lord. Nevertheless, not my will but yours be done. What love, what mercy. We bless you. We thank you, our eldest brother. We bless your holy name. We praise you for all that you endured for us. That you endured the cross, despising the shame. That you are now seated at the right hand of majesty on high. We're so grateful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm forever grateful to you. I'm forever grateful for the cross. I'm forever grateful to you. That you came to seek and save the lost. Thank you, Lord, for making this voice available on the planet. That whoever hears these words will call upon your name, enjoy your benefits, live the life that they were created for in the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you for the privilege of serving you in this day and hour. Of being your temple. Being your own habitation. Hallelujah. Your priesthood. We declare. We are blessed. In Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. If you'd like to give. It's a great opportunity to do so. In Jesus name. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaken together. You will receive. Amen. Hallelujah.
Thank you so much. Thank you, team. See you again.